electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Getting into electric vehicles, it may be harder than it looks. We're going to be number one mid-decade in EVs in the U.S. As we get further into the transformation to EV, uh, it's, it's a bit bumpy, uh, which is not unexpected. We're going to invest whatever it takes to drive our growth initiatives on battery electric vehicles and our connected uh, vehicles. Ford announced yesterday they are delaying $12 billion of planned EV spending uh, indefinitely, potentially even raising the possibility of canceling it. General Motors and Honda announcing that they will be co-developing lower-priced EVs. Honda is planning to haul plans with GM to develop smaller electric vehicles. The report saying Honda CEO cites changes in the business environment for that decision. Even Tesla, the pure play EV king, it's getting hit. Even a great ship in a storm has challenges. So what happened? This week on Tech Check, electric vehicles in reverse. How the world's biggest automakers are scaling back their green ambitions. Electric vehicles were supposed to be the wave of the future. President Biden announcing that he's going to be signing an executive order setting a pretty ambitious target of 50% of electric vehicles to be sold in the United States by the year 2030. It's pretty clear that this transition is going to happen. This is where the world is going. And automakers had big plans. General Motors setting a goal to sell EVs exclusively by 2035. $27 billion will be invested by 2025. 30 new EVs by 2025, many of them in North America and here in the United States. They've got a long ways to go. Ford announcing $30 billion in EV investments, targeting 40% electric car sales by 2030 in what they called their Ford Plus plan. We're going to make the moves we need to make to drive this growth plan and and continue to execute our uh, Ford Plus plan. And of course, Tesla. Elon Musk has for years been making bold predictions about the rise of EVs. They're going to grow exponentially. So there's a big difference between five and 10 years. My guess is probably in 10 years, more than a half of Uh, new vehicle um, production is electric in the United States. But now the EV promise is moving into reverse. Just in October, Ford announced it was postponing $12 billion of that planned EV investment and pulled its full year forecast, saying customers are unwilling to pay premiums for EVs over gas or hybrid vehicles. GM delaying production of its electric pickup truck at a Michigan plant, ditching its goal of building 400,000 EVs by mid-2024, and scrapping a $5 billion plan with Honda to make affordable EVs. Even Tesla isn't immune, hinting that it could delay construction of a new gigafactory in Mexico, which was supposed to make its more accessible and affordable car. I think we want to just get a sense for what the global economy is like before we go full tilt um, on the Mexico factory. So why are all these companies pumping the brakes? Well, you heard Elon Musk mention the economy. More than 100 million Americans have a car loan, and higher interest rates only hike those monthly payments. If interest rates remain high, or if they go even higher, it's that much harder to 
for people to buy the car. They simply cannot afford it. And though none of the automakers have cited the UAW strikes, analysts believe that it and other macro factors are only adding to the pressure. And this has long been the thesis of some analysts like Adam Jonas yeah. and Morgan Stanley that uh, the pressure uh, of the strike and the realization that combustion engines still churn off a ton of cash, not to mention gas prices that haven't exactly gone to the moon, right. would force some of the D3 to uh, adjust their their adoption curve. Analysts also suggest that everyone who was gonna buy an EV already has one. The early adopters, the people who bought the $60,000 $70,000 Teslas, those guys are kind of done already. And it doesn't help that EVs are on average more than $10,000 more expensive than conventional cars. So EVs are essentially expensive for what they are. They sell at a premium to ICE and that's I think, you know, basically limiting this uh, adoption curve from, you know, rising. Uh, as fast as people essentially expected. All of that is slowing demand. GM called out slower near-term growth in demand and said it was reworking some of its manufacturing to make vehicles less expensive to produce and more profitable. And that gets at another key obstacle. Just how costly is it to make EVs, even for an industry that has a reputation of being one of the most capital intensive in the world? You lost 2.1 million billion, I should say, right. last year. You're gonna lose about 3 billion this year. You hear the chatter, there are people are saying, when are you gonna make money on EVs? Right, well, it's a startup buried within Ford Motor Company. But when you look at the path for our EVs, we are losing money now, but we're a startup, we're scaling, we're developing the products. Companies invested billions, but may have overestimated demand, and that has crushed stock prices. Companies have planned massive investment on the premise of much faster adoption of EVs. This is not playing out. It is essentially a real meltdown of expectations, which has resulted in a meltdown of stock prices. And the biggest of them all, that's Tesla. As Morgan Stanley puts it, in the past few years, the strategy for legacy automakers making electric vehicles has come down to two words, copy Tesla. Tesla actually gave us a huge gift with the laser focus on costs and scaling the Model Y. They set the standard. But now it's looking like even Tesla may not make it work. It began aggressively slashing prices this year as demand waned and the rivals piled in. Tesla under pressure after drastically cutting prices uh, for some cars sold in the US and Europe. These are the fifth price cut since January. Tesla just did another round of price cuts. And that caused the closely watched gross auto margins, which measures vehicle profitability, to shrink. This is really the battleground. This is the center vortex of the whole Tesla story. It's about margins. Tesla's once eye-popping margins were what bulls used to justify its valuation. Evidence that it was more tech disruptor than automaker. The most expensive Model X has seen price cuts up to 30%. So that's gonna weigh on margins, the operating margin down to in the 7% range. I mean, we're getting closer to normal automakers. It's not being valued like a normal automaker. But margins peaked at 30% at the end of 2021, and they've only been on a steady decline ever since. Coming in this quarter, 16.3% down from 18.1 in the second quarter, and at their lowest since at least mid-2019. It signaled to investors that the enormous profit Tesla had been raking in over the past few years might have been an exception. The story that got Tesla to an $800 billion market cap is, is not really there anymore. A product of the pandemic free money era and supply chain disruptions that hampered rivals, allowing Tesla to jack up prices. You gotta wonder how much they'll have to cut prices in order to move all that inventory. They even talk about advertising. This was not 
not not the Tesla of the last few years. Its stock tanked at one point, wiping out almost a fifth of the company's value in just a matter of weeks. Other parts of the bull case thesis, its Cybertruck, its self-driving car unit, also tempered. Signs that it still has long ways to go before it can be called a true tech giant. The next hurdle for Tesla and American EVs, challengers from China. The real competition for Tesla today is, is in China, whether it's BYD, GAC, Aon, a handful of other manufacturers. And the question then becomes if that technology or those brands can, can come to the US. One of the biggest threats, Berkshire Hathaway-backed BYD. Sold over 100,000 more EVs worldwide than Tesla in the first quarter of 2023. And China has done what the US hasn't been able to do when it comes to EV ambitions. Penetration has skyrocketed, reaching 35% from less than 5% in 2020. Compare that to just 10% penetration in the US, far behind the national target of 50% by 2030 and showing signs of slipping. There's a lot behind that, as Bernstein points out. Legacy automakers had a huge head start making conventional cars with pure play EVs. It's a more level playing field and Chinese companies have leapfrog American ones. That's also brought down the price of Chinese EVs. In the US, EVs are sometimes 40% higher than that of a similar internal combustion engine vehicle. In China, they're actually cheaper. Americans also tend to drive more and longer distances. The average annual distance here is about 23,000 kilometers versus just 12,000 in China. California though, that's a state leading the charge. Their EVs have already reached 25% adoption and lawmakers haven't abandoned their commitment that every new car sold by 2035 will be electric. Question now is, can they deliver or will it be another walk back in the EV reversal? Getting into electric vehicles may be harder than it looks. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.